0: Buckle up, this podcast is going to be all about the journey. Hi, I'm Clara, your host of Talk Journey to Me podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This podcast really stems from the thought that everyone comes from a different background and how they have handled their highs and lows of life. Join us as we dive deeper into my guest story. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Journey to Me I have the lovely Michelle Swan again on, and I'm so excited that she's here. Um, We're just going to dive right in. For anyone who doesn't know who you are, can you give us a high level?
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, So as Clara said, my name is Michelle Swan. I am a single mother of two amazing daughters, and I am also the owner and sole operator of Bloom and Social. I'm a social media strategist. Uh, specializing in content creation for B two B service providers.
0: Love it, and so we were talking a little bit beforehand before we pressed the <laughs> lovely record button, and you were saying um, of like thinking about not necessarily a full rebrand, but still like getting out of your comfort zone to rebrand into more of what did what did you say? Hot mess.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So um, Claire and I have the same business coach and uh, Nellie and I have been chatting lately and kind of rebranding myself as the hot mess queen because I, girl, don't get me wrong. I am like the pro at looking like I got my shit together, <laughs> but honestly, day by day, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants and I'm slowly learning like that. That's Okay. Mm -hmm. and just to embrace the chaos and figure out how to find a flow from piece to piece to piece without going insane
0: (laughs) right and I think there's a level of like I'm the queen of planning like I'm on the other side of it but the thing is, is like even when I've talked to like Nicole with my human design we've literally just been like you actually were conditioned to be a planner. Like you yes. aren't a planner. Like you probably would love to just be a spontaneous person. And I'm like, that's normally what I do. I'm just like, wow. hey, do you want to go get ice cream right now? <laughs> like, <that's> just what <laughs> I'm happens?
1: Like, I'm so bad at making plans in advance. I'm always texting people like, what are you doing right now? Right now. <laughs> now. Um. And it's funny, I don't think I ever told you this, but um, the reason I actually went into marketing was because I wanted to be an event planner Mm -hmm. because, because I loved that idea of having everything planned out and like buttoned up and the thought of things actually like moving seamlessly, Mm -hmm. which they never do. And I have found that the more I plan, the more stressed I get with just, it's just one thing goes off plan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know there's like a time and a place to plan and I know there's also situations that you, you can overplan. It's oh, overkill sure. to overplan, And I've had to like reel it back in to be like, okay, the bones can be there. Like, okay, you have to be at the airport to get on your flight. Like that makes logical sense. That's a good plan. But when you get off the plane, That doesn't mean you have to have an hour by hour schedule. Like you don't have to do that. So.
1: And I mean, honestly, if you like nine times out of 10, if you get bumped to a later flight because you arrived late, is it the end of the world? No. (laughs) Like I've honestly, I've been stranded in some pretty cool airports before, like for hours and hours because of like winter travel sucking. Right. (laughs) Um, and I've had just some great experiences doing that and learning to just go with the flow because I don't have any control over the fact the runway needs de-icing.
0: Right. And I would rather them de it than
1: <laughs> us. <crack>. Than not. <laughs> right. right.
0: And I think we, I feel even as young ladies being raised
1: mm-hmm.
0: that were raised to be like the planners and you know what I'm talking about
1: I know exactly what you're talking about
0: because Um. I feel like I was I was raised by my grandparents and my grandpa is like retired air force Mm -hmm. so he's the like same way of like here's the strict schedule here's when we do this like
1: yeah oh my gosh yeah no you and I kind of chatted about that a little bit um all right. So I'm going to get up on my soapbox. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> if, if you don't mind. <laughs> um, so like my dad passed away when I was very young. So obviously that had a big fa- effect, like big effect on my life. I like put his side of the family on like this pedestal because it was just him and my grandparents. And then um, his mom actually passed away two years after him, but their family was very proper, especially compared to my mom's family. It was all like, you know, there were woman's duties around the house so like I got to set the mm-hmm. table she did all the cooking like there was just all of these very specific gender roles yes um I even I even noticed that a lot of emotions came up with me um last month I went through a bunch of old photos from my garage all from that side of the family and I grew up playing on the same baseball teams as my brother there was one year that we were not on the same team and that was because I was in a different age division. But, um, looking through the photos, there were dozens of photos of him playing baseball and not a single one of me. Mm. (laughs) We were on the same damn team. Right. And it was, it was that kind of mentality, um, that, you know, girls are supposed to be ladylike girls are supposed to be proper. Um, you know, we were supposed to have manners. We were supposed to wear dresses and we were never, ever, ever supposed to get dirty, dirty. (laughs) Um, and I grew up with that sort of like very strict mentality that I had to maintain this very tight, buttoned up proper image. So it even carried into like in high school being sort of like the mom figure to my friend group. So, um, later on in life, it, it never really felt, felt comfortable for me. It was just my assumed role mm-hmm. and it was a lot of conditioning, but also it was because of the fact that that was, a, that's what I was praised for. And mm-hmm. so, so later on when I started like figuring out who I was and who I wanted to be, it brought up a lot of resentment because I felt like I didn't have a childhood period. Right. Um, you know, on my mom's side of the family, she went back to school when I was in second grade and didn't graduate um, with her college degree until I was a sophomore in high school. So I did a lot of raising of my younger brother and sister because my stepdad had that same mentality, like kids are women's work. <laughs> so when my mom was at night classes, I was cooking dinner at nine years old for the whole family. Right, I was putting right. the little kids to bed. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's just and now with like the shifts in society and more and more women choosing to be single for longer and more and more women choosing to stay single mothers like myself, the roles of women and the dynamics of what it means to be a woman are changing so much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's this constant fight to find your place in it, but really your place could be whatever the hell you want it to be
0: you (laughs) mic drop (laughs) I even there's I just I feel like this whole different like empowerment shift that we've gone through and we're still going through over like the past couple years but it's also just I think it's just a confidence and it's so, and maybe that's just me being around more like-minded people because there's definitely still people out there and women out there (laughs) that believe their place is at home with the kids cooking and cleaning. And that, and that, if that's the life they want to live, like more power to you. But I also am the type of person that if you're going to complain about it and not do anything about it, then don't come to me and complain about it.
1: Right. I mean, And that's the thing, like you, there are definitely women who choose that life because I genuinely love it. Correct. Um, Just, just like there are some women who choose that life because they feel like they have no other options. I mean, Mm. it's, it's like being an entrepreneur. Like we jump in and to be honest, none of us know what the fuck we're doing (laughs) at all. It's hard. Like this, this life is so hard and you can't talk about it with people who haven't been through it because there's just no way to understand. I mean, I like to speak in analogies and I talk about entrepreneurship, like jumping out of an airplane and sewing your parachute on the way down. Like you're just figuring it out. <laughs>
0: yep. That's a pretty good analogy. That's for sure. Um, you really are like, there's no, there's so many you think if you're in the corporate world, there's there's unknowns that you have. Like Ohio is a right to work state. I can't remember about Michigan where you're so at, is Michigan, but like, yeah. I mean, so like that's where they can just drop you like a fly. Yeah. Whenever, which is an unknown. But I think with like being your own boss and being an entrepreneur, like you literally are fending for yourself. Like, there's no, there's no one to fall back on.
1: There's no insurance. You have to figure out on your own. Like exactly. You have to figure out every single piece, like all of these, all of those comforts and benefits of the corporate world um, that used to be done for you so that you didn't have to think about them. They're not all on you.
0: Well, and I Um, also feel with the community, too. Like, we had our call yesterday and community came up a lot of... Yeah. Even though there's a tight knit group, like you have this community at like at your corporate job that then I even feel like with COVID, like with people start working from home, you lose that community.
1: Oh, yeah. So many
0: people are craving it right now that like
1: people that I went to lunch with and went and had a beer with dozen, you know, dozens of times. Like right. none of them not a single damn one talked to me after I left.
0: Right. It's <laughs> crazy.
1: Um, so, yeah, it's just you you make the choices that you make whether it's entrepreneurship or being single or breaking the molds of what you were you you know grew up with and the gender roles or the household roles or whatever it is. It's just it's hard and it's it's scary <laughs> because you're leaping into the unknown.
0: Right. But on the flip side, there are people who have been there and are currently there, yeah that understand, and yeah, you can reach out to and you can grow with mm-hmm. um, so it's not it's like almost like jumping out with your parachute, but like still sewing it on the way down, but then having someone with a like,
1: little knitting circle helping you like
0: having a knitting circle around like all tied to your back and they're doing it while you're like right. <laughs> trying to pull the string
1: right yeah no definitely like our community I love our community because we're just we are so tough like we're so tight and we have so much talent in there and everything um and I feel like even though we're all processing in our own ways like we've all grown so much into like who we actually are as people and just like looking at all of the bullshit and looking at all of the trauma and looking at all of the things that we were always told that we couldn't do and just saying yeah fuck that
0: I'm gonna do it anyways (laughs) it's like the rebellion of like your childhood it comes back up to be like when Someone, when your parents tell you you can't date someone, well, it makes you want to date them even more.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like the the ultimate goal of like, watch me, bitch.
0: (laughs) Like, let me prove you wrong. Like, let's go.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know. Does that make us assholes?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Put that label on me, Michelle. I don't (laughs) care.
1: (laughs) No, but we, I mean... That's really the only way that we can like push forward is by having that whole like, yeah, watch me, right? <laughs> um, kind of mentality. Like the challenge drives us. The right. the haters, like as much as it hurts sometimes, they drive us. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the lack of belief from people that are just too scared to try what we're doing right. drives us forward. Right. Um. So it takes a lot of grit. It takes. I mean, I don't think people who criticize women and feminists, like, get how hard it is to be that way. Just like people don't realize how hard it is just to be an entrepreneur. Like, it is the ultimate growth journey.
0: Right. <laughs> it's, it's its own thing.
1: <laughs> you, like, you I don't even... You spend as much time working on yourself as you do on your business.
0: Oh, 100%. It's the, it's
1: the only way you survive.
0: Uh, For sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I feel like mindset is it has to be there or else everything else crumbles.
1: Yeah. And it's an everyday thing. It's It's not like
0: literally an everyday thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No matter even if it's just you're taking 15 minutes to yourself or if it's you surrounding yourself with like-minded people
1: yeah um and I mean for me personally it's like some days it's like a battle like I have to pull out every single tool in my toolbox um just to make the tiniest bit of progress in anything else
0: yeah sometimes you so, even gotta throw the toolbox <laughs> like, right I wish I had a Mary Poppins toolbox because there's sometimes <laughs> I'm like I pull everything out and I'm like I didn't even know that was in there
1: Which is another reason why we have community. Right. Yeah. So yeah. You gotta like you gotta phone a friend, you gotta cry to your coach, you gotta scream to a hello, whoops.
0: Talking to us. (laughs) Who was that? That was Siri talking to us.
1: Oh, awesome.
0: (laughs) That was fine. Um so with kind of like growing up in more of that structure and kind of a hierarchy almost. Do you think that then that's kind of where the rebellious side of both of us kind of came out to be like, okay, well, you want me to be in this box? Well, I'm going to check this one instead. Like, or do you think it was just kind of a growth thing of like, okay, this doesn't fit. So let me try something else.
1: Um, I mean, I don't know about it for you personally. I mean, you'll have, you'd have to answer that for yourself. Um, Part of it for me was definitely like always feeling out of place with my family um, and not feeling understood. Mm -hmm. So I tried to put myself into like the box that they wanted me to be in. And it was just always uncomfortable. Um, Like, I mean my mom is my biggest influence she is an amazing businesswoman but she is very corporate minded um she also grew up a tomboy she does not like makeup like I probably wore more makeup by the time I was 16 and she's still worn to this day (laughs) (laughs) um but that was like a constant battle for us like she didn't get that I that I loved makeup she didn't get you know my fashion she didn't get um my artistic interests and things like that there was always this drive for like going to college and taking care of the family and um, talking about relationships or kids was completely like off the table, just never got discussed. Um, And just, I always felt like an outsider in my, in my own home, kind of. So now that my life is really my life, because unfortunately those mentalities of needing to be what other people wanted carried into, you know, my marriages, Mm-hmm. Um, and now I don't have that. It's right. kind of, it's really weird when you're finally like free of other people's restrictions.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: really weird. And it's supremely uncomfortable. Well, and I be think, honest.
0: Do you, okay. So this is going to be the most random question ever, but like <laughs> when you go to like spend time with your mom or like someone said this on our call yesterday of like, they go back home for the holidays
1: and wow. they almost
0: turn into that instant, like child back in the day. Like mm-hmm. I talk different when I hang out with certain people and I'm like, dang, I didn't even realize that. And like I had that moment yesterday of like, when I go home for the holidays, I legitimately feel like I go back into that. I have to defend myself. Like, that type of mentality and it's crazy.
1: I used to. Okay. I don't anymore. Um, don't get me wrong though, I am very blessed with like the family that I have because like we don't have the whole holiday drama. Like we love getting together. My sister is like my best friend and very, very close to my mom, even though we're very different. Mm-hmm. My family just has this way of letting everybody be who they're going to be now that we're all adults. Um, and we all kind of joke with our mom, like, <laughs> like, um, duh, you, you knew that we were going to like do this. Like, like, this like you just saw, you saw this. it just, Yeah. Um, so as far as like holidays, we don't have a whole lot of that. Um, like I, my 80 year old grandmother came into town for my brother's wedding a couple weeks ago. And I was like. I was swearing in front of her. I have purple hair. I have nose rings and tattoos. And <laughs> um, I don't know if you can put this in your podcast, but my grandma tried pot for the first time. <laughs> she had some edibles and it was just like, it was a family thing. And we're just kind of weird like that. <laughs> um, so I'm very lucky that I don't have a lot of that pressure, but I definitely used to. Right. And I'm not going to say like, we're perfect because There are times like my mom has said things that have really triggered me back to like those Mm -hmm. times of my childhood. And we have a relationship that I can say, Hey, that really hurt. And it was kind of inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Um, She definitely doesn't get me being, you know, a business owner. And she still occasionally sends me like um, jobs on Indeed or whatever (laughs) to, to apply to. And I just had kind of have to remind her like, Hey, that's not what I'm looking for right now.
0: Right. So for someone who doesn't have that like open communication line with some of those people in their lives, like what's like a piece of advice you could give them, even if it's like self-reflection type advice.
1: Um, okay. So yeah. So self-reflection is always important, but definitely get very clear on what your boundaries actually are. Like, it's so easy for people that don't understand boundaries to mistake them for ultimatums, Mm -hmm. but they're not. Okay. Like an ultimatum is like for something that's never happened. Like if you imagine a relationship that's just started, it's like, if you ever cheat on me, I'm going to do this. Well, I haven't cheated on you yet. A, A boundary is like, you know, you were unfaithful You want, you came clean and want to work through it. We have to do this, 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 and this, and this for me to feel safe and loved. Right. If you want me to stick around, like those are boundaries. Right. Um, So figure out what your boundaries are and the simplest ways to communicate them. There are some very easy ways to do this. And the kind of like the the easy way that I like to think of it is one, create a stop in the conversation so that can be like an oops or an oh or like something that like causes them to pause when you interrupt them mm-hmm. and just a very simple statement such as i can't talk about that with you or let's not discuss that here or please don't insult me or even i'm going to walk away now it just create a stop in the conversation use one sentence for the boundary and that's it so,
0: no, that's super good.
1: And just practice that. And once you get, once you get, you know, comfortable with the smaller ones, the, the comfort will grow and you'll, you know, you'll eventually be able to communicate the reasoning behind the boundaries. And I always like to tell people like boundaries aren't just telling people where to stop. It's also like your minimal expectations mm-hmm. and it's a way of respecting both parties. Right. So you get to respect that they have a different opinion than you, Mm -hmm. but they have to respect that you don't have to hear that opinion.
0: Correct. Yep. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) So for anyone that wants to chat with you on anything, or do you have any like juicy things coming up (laughs) to share with some, with my peeps?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I always have my coffee chats open. Um, they're just 15 minute calls to get to know me. I talk to people a lot about boundaries, honestly. Um, but also just how to be authentic in their business and how to be true to you. So, um, Claire will put the link to my coffee chat in the notes. And then I just released a, an opt-in with, um, inclusive holiday graphics for the whole year so that includes uh, non-traditional holidays things like pride month and women's day um, and that's totally free so we'll also put that in the show notes for you
0: (laughs) so exciting I love that you're all inclusive with everything
1: like I try to be I'm learning so much
0: it's like you're always someone I think of when like I have someone that pops up in my head that I'm like okay they need to talk to Michelle because Michelle just open arms
1: (laughs) yeah I I just you know you have to be you have to be who you are Mm. um even though we live in a digital world people can still tell when you're being fake (sighs) and and disingenuine so the thing that I figure like yes the fact that I am who I am you know I swear I'm a feminist I'm um, I have some very strong political beliefs that I don't really share in my business. Um, <laughs> I'm very firm with my boundaries and I'm learning to come into who I am as this sort of like rebellion, right. um, rebellious person. Um, some people aren't going to like that. Nope. But other people are going to realize like that's exactly what they need in their life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. And if I have my people out there, then no matter who you are and who you're growing into, your people are out there too. So let's just bring that to life.
0: Ooh, perfect ending. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so thankful and grateful that you were able to hop on again. And again, um, Michelle's, um, links will be in the show notes and tune in next week to another amazing episode.